Blog Talk Radio. up something that happened at the end of last week's show. We got into a big discussion in the last five minutes, uh, and I don't think it was easy to understand because I didn't introduce it well. Okay, my fault. So I'm going to talk about it now, and maybe we'll have a chance to talk about it during the show. Uh, Here it is. If you're an agency recruiter, there's always a danger that your client is going to reject your candidate when you send her out for an interview, but then hire her later behind your back. That's called a backdoor hire, okay? So recruiters like to say in their fee agreements in order to protect themselves that the candidates are theirs. They own those candidates for a year after they're presented, okay? Now, the problem is that if another agency sources that candidate on their own independently 10 months later, for a different job at the same company, and they present her, the first agency still wants to get paid. And some recruiters think that's crazy. Jerry thinks it's crazy. He's not here. I don't know. (laughs) But I want to know, what's the answer? It seems like there is no answer, but maybe we'll find out today Uh, on on Jerry. Jerry! What show is this? The Recruiting... Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. I can't discuss that question, I think, during the show unless Jerry is here to take the other side. And he hasn't shown up yet and probably won't. But I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to thank the sponsors before we get going. Thank you, StaffingDebt.com. They're all about collecting money for your backdoor hires. If someone cheats you and you are an agency recruiter, that's what they do. They go and get money for agency recruiters, okay? Hone it, H-O-N-E-I-T.com, the online interview technology. It records your interviews, an audio, video, full searchable transcript, I'll tell you about it later. PCRecruiter.net, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. It is so versatile, you can customize it to suit yourself, okay? They don't impose anything on you. And finally, our good friends at HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool that every great recruiter raves about. Now, is somebody in their car or uh, washing their dishes? Because I hear noise in the background. Okay, what's going on there? What's going on? Do you hear it, Neil? I'll bring on the guest, and you can agree with me. Okay, Neil. I hear nothing. Okay, you hear? I know nothing. Okay, Neil Lebovitz or Lebovitz. Actually, my father used to have a friend named uh, Eddie Lebovitz, so I'm going to say you're Neil Lebovitz. Is that 
Is that correct? That's good. That's pretty damn. No, it's close though, man. Very close. I like it. I'm gonna take it. it's my stage name. Okay, Neil. It's actually Lebovitz. It's Lebovitz. Lebovitz. Yeah, it's the same name. Okay, they just it spelled is. it differently it's when you came to I this country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. They changed, let me just give the Twitter name. Okay, yeah. let me just give out your Twitter name so people can criticize you during the show. At N E I L, then another L E B O V I T S. Neil Lebovitz. Neil Lebovitz. Neil Lebovitz. It's all the same. Okay? Right. No, now, Z, no Z. Just ask and you're good. You're good. Okay, fine. Okay. 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 You know, before I introduce you, here's something I don't understand. Uh, Neil's yeah. got, uh, he runs a Facebook group just like I do. He's got a, a show, bo- uh, Headhunters and Boxers uh, shorts or whatever it's called. What's it called? Yeah, Talking Smack. Headhunters and Boxers Talking Smack. Headhunters talking and Boxers smack. Talking Smack. It's a good show, okay? But i got to tell you something. Him and, yeah. uh, and David, uh, Stephen Patterson, they are way wilder than me, especially this guy, Neil. Uh, he's a, I was on. I was a guest, <laughs> and he's talking about shaving his genitals, okay? We don't do that on this show. That was a special – no, and I won't do it here. That was a special show. And, okay, and that's why it's never been reproduced. <laughs> okay, I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. Anyway, they are wild. Okay, yeah. even if he's pretend he's pretending now that you know he's he's not wild and crazy guy. Uh, except when I'm there, it's it's pretty far out. He talks about things we would never talk about here, and yet. I get a beating in social media. Every day people are telling me, I'm stupid. What are you posting this stuff for? You're so shallow. And I never see him getting any criticism. Am I right about that? Well, what's up with what that? You okay. Tra- no, you know what? I get private criticism. So I'm going to say I've toned it down because I've alienated a couple of potential clients because whatever. People could go to a comedy club and you could talk about genitals. God forbid you cross the line of business. But – I, you know what, I, so I don't really want to offend anyone. I don't want to go too – I mean, we'll go nuts, but I don't want to go too far. I don't, I, you know, I, don't, I don't have to be that sexual, you know. But people – like, why do they laugh at Night Animal? And yet, in business, people have to pretend they're all prudish. Why did, how does that happen? Say people. I don't know. It's too big for me to answer. Okay. Oh, you know it what? Is. Here's it's a guy who can answer. Jerry! He's here. Hey. Hey, hey guys. Can you hear me? Am yeah, I on? You sound great. You sound great. You okay, I'm going to start the show. I was just waiting Hi, for Neil. Jerry to get here. Okay, I was just Sorry, waiting I've for been, Jerry. I've been doing all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but but so our guest today, as I said, is Neil Lebovitz. He's his company yeah. is Back Office Staffing Solutions. dot com. Uh, DynamicSale. dot com. The Dynamic is that is that still no, going? Just, the that, dynamic. That's all history. No, nope. It's all back office staffing solutions. All rebranded. Okay, so how do you make back money right now? Business. How do you make money? Tell us that and make it fast. Really fast. People place temps through me when they can't do it. I process them. I take care of the insurance risk, and they, they recruiters get to place temps. So you, they call me when they need that, and I make money on that. That's how it works. How's that? Okay, but I'm in. Is it just in the United States or, like, uh, I'm in Canada? You know, Jerry, you're, you're the perfect guy for us to talk to because Jerry is always telling some of us that, you know, placing temps is the way to go. He does, uh, and I've seen that recently, and I appreciate that yeah. very much because he's, de- he's dead on. It, people don't do it now. I mean, not to be self-serving. I don't care who you do it to. It's in, Jerry's totally right. Like, he and, nailed it. Like, and I, actually, Adam, can I, can I clarify? Uh, I don't encourage, really, uh, placing, quote, temps. Temps are hourly labor. Um, it's a 
<laughs> We're losing. We can't hear what you're saying. It's going right. I, I, I do that when people disagree with me. I, I, uh, I can't hear you. Well, Neil, let's give him a chance to talk. Maybe his thinking phone will let us hear him. Yeah, screw I don't think can help fix the bad. Wow, you two are. You two should just make love. Really, just. Can, <laughs> can you hear me or not? Now I can hear you. Okay, get it out yeah. before you fade again. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it out. Uh, again, you, you lose a lot of the terminology and your your primitive understanding of the world that I'm trying to encourage people to enter really does a disservice to the people that my message might resonate with. Animal I'm not talking about. Animal. Yeah. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about temps, dude. Temps yeah. are bill nineteen dollars an hour, pay somebody sixteen thirty five. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about yeah. professional contracting and consulting. Two different yeah. worlds. I do not work oh, in the not, temp industry. On. That's semantics. If you could call them the no, same thing, two different No, not really. Animal also considers it residual income, like a monthly Stipend. Uh, no, animal does not understand the business that I'm talking about, Neil. I'm t- trust me on that. He doesn't. No, no, he doesn't I'm, I'm grasp with you. It. I'm saying they'll call it temp. I get what you're saying. They're two different businesses at the levels, but they're still temp, or or some people call it contingency <laughs> or contract. You know. But I, whatever, it's semantics. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're not with him. You agree with me. You're just afraid to say it. But no, hey, I dude, hey, hey, a a temp is somebody that calls you. The day they're supposed to start and tells you they couldn't find a babysitter. Yeah, okay. A temp, okay, need, a like temp needs a ride to that's work. Like truck drivers. It depends on your niche, bro. Right? That's a, like mm-hmm. light industrial to get it, and they pass. But you're doing like an engineer, whatever. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, hold on. Ne- I want to ask Neil something. I want to clarify your second one. Neil, what's so yeah. good about it? It's except that it's passive income. You make the placement once, and it keeps paying you off for a year yeah. or two. Is that isn't isn't that the big deal? Well, yeah, but it builds, it builds, and you're, you, when you sell your business, your assets, it's worth like six times your profit. Perm's worth squat. I mean, per you don't get anything on a per multiple. So if you, so you have to for retirement. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, it, but it's it's his use of the word passive. It's not. It's, no, it's not. That, it's not bro. that, man. Seriously, well, it's not. Know, it's a it's a very active business, dude. It's. <laughs> Again, don't talk about it if you don't know about it. Okay, so let me ask wow. Neil. Let me let me ask Neil. He's making yeah. his money off of people uh, doing this work. I, Neil, if yes. somebody like uh, if somebody is making permanent placement only and they want to go into uh, this contracting or temp or whatever you want to call it, do they just can they just call you and you would set them up and, and handle everything or you, you know how, yeah. how does it, how do they call me? Yep, I oh. handle everything. I, help them how to do it. Like I give them training and, you know, how do you sell it to your search clients? How do you get in there? Stuff that they really haven't thought about. But yeah, we, we just basically, we employ the people is how we do it. So people don't need to carry any insurance, workers comp, general liability, uh, you know, unemployment. We do it all. So they just give us the clients and the candidates and they can be set up in, in minutes, really, literally in minutes. Okay. Back so who pays, who takes responsibility for paying the first weeks of the, of the candidate? You do? So I do. Yeah, I fund it. You know, we fund it totally. So we'll pay it until the client pays us, you know, often four or five weeks, you know, normally four weeks. So you got to fund uh-huh. about five weeks of pay. And, and we'll do that if people want it. We'll save the money if they don't want it. You know, it's expensive to fund, 
So we give a refund back if they don't want it. And a lot of people shouldn't pay for funding. It's crazy. We add like 1.5% for funding. That's 18% interest a year, dude. And people think it's free. Like people have money. Like take out a credit card before you pay a funding company. You know what I mean? Like their interest rates are insane. Okay, Jerry, is there any other financial questions we should ask him about that? Anything we should ask him? You, you know, you know, and I don't, okay? Well, you want me to pretend gone? like I don't know this stuff? I mean, I can, I can, I can. Our, our audience doesn't know, so you ask them some questions so our, the audience can know. I mean, there's, there's perm people, people who only place perm, and he's saying, look, if you want, and you're Jerry saying, look, a contract, or, or he's saying temp is the way to go. It's fantastic. And so they say to themselves, how can I get into that? You know, is it going to mean I have to have tons of capital to pay off people and stuff like that or yeah. uh, new software? And, and, you, and but he's saying no. He said, you, just, you have to get the client, you get the candidate, hand them over to us, and we'll handle everything else. You don't have to worry about a, a thing. That's what he's saying. Is that a good deal, Jerry? That's right. That's, that's a great deal. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, people need. Yep. I, I'm just simply trying to encourage every recruiter to ask all of their customers what what kind of contractors does your company use? What do you need right oh, now? Wait. What projects do you have? And and people don't. They they it's it's surprising. They're they they think that well, what do I say? Uh, what do I do? And I start with asking. You think it's that the, the first like, question? People think they're better than that. They think that you know what I mean. I get that. No, we don't do that. We're hmm. we're a return. We're high level contingency. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Yeah. <laughs> so what? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you we're and I both them. know we're the story on that. Fifty thousand dollars a year. We're yeah. Okay. That. Next, we're enough advertising for him. Okay. Although I found that it's, hey. it's helpful to know. Okay. What about yeah. favorite tools? You rave about LinkedIn Helper. What is it? Or Linked Helper? Just Linked Helper. You said it replaced Duck Soup for you. Go ahead. It did. Yeah. Well, listen, it's, I, I, I'm a fan of LinkedIn automation, not in exchange for talking to people, but using it as a mechanism to set it up. This thing's dirt cheap, and it's, and it's the best interface for automating LinkedIn. It creates workflows. It, it's, it, it will uh, make introductions to people. It'll, it'll invite them. It'll send auto messages. A lot of things do that, but they have their own interface. They have their own app. So it's not using like a Chrome extension, so it doesn't crash, and it, and it, and I allow it to integrate to my CRM. It uses Zapier, like it uses technical connection. It's just it, I love it. It's cheap and it's amazing, and it's the best one I've seen. I spent thousands on Duck Soup to get emails, and I've used Octopus. I've used all of them. I love it, and I have nothing to do with okay. it. Linked helper, like linked helper, yes. and is there any danger that it's going to get you into LinkedIn jail or barred from LinkedIn? Absolutely, yeah, totally. You know, but the jail's funny, right? Like, it seems like they overlook my bad habits much better since I've got, you know, 13,000 connections and since I'm a LinkedIn recruiter and all that stuff. I, you know, I think if you're free, they're going to put you in the jail faster, but they, they throttle it for you. They, they will only do X amount, like 250 activities a day, and you could change it, but they, they, take a, they do a pretty good job. I have not been put in a jail since using it. Okay. Uh, anybody on the show want to ask a question before I get going? Anybody? No? Okay. So I know. have a question for you. Do you know what do you know what June twenty fifth, two thousand and nine was off the top of your head? No. That was our first date on the animal show, Animal. I was your guest <laughs> you on Thursday, June twenty fifth, two thousand and nine. 
I looked eleven it up years the ago. Show. Eleven, 11 years, ago. years ago. How nuts is that? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Here's a question. Uh, you. I that was okay. Here's, that here's was five okay. placements ago for animal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look. Look. Okay. He's got some interesting <laughs> ideas about negotiation. He says you go into a negotiation. I'm going to use my own terminology with your uh, maximum salary uh, billing. You want to know like 35 percent. You go in. That's what I'd love to get. That's my ideal. You get the bottom is my walk away number. If if they're only going to pay me up to a certain amount, I'm walk away. And then you've got what in the middle what you think you're going to get. So you've got that framework, right? And you always ask for the max, even if you think you'll never get it. You always ask for it because uh, then you're willing to trade it away. And but the thing is, when you say okay, I'll go lower, but you have to give me something else. Uh, and he's got a whole list of other things you could ask for. But uh, with that introduction, am I right, Neil? You always ask for the max. Is that it? Wow. So, okay, yes. But I'm going to say wow on your homework. Like, I don't do this for my guests. You've completely, like, researched. Like, do you have, like, a staff? This is unbelievable. Like, yeah, great stuff. Great research. Yes. Yes is the answer. Hold on, someone's saying something, or is it? Uh, yeah, I think that's Jerry again. Yeah, Jerry, yeah. you want to say something? Yeah, I, I said you do realize, Neil, that he's got nothing else going on. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I was wondered why he didn't say. I thought he was going to say, "Well, animal doesn't have a life. He's a shot in." Yeah, well, I figured that was coming. Okay, but hold on a second. He, I just want to make it clear. He says even if the yeah. client offers you a great fee. Never yep. take it up front. And when you finally give in, use giving in your compromise as an exchange for uh, something else, getting something else in return. And these are the things. You want to list them or should I list them that you could ask for? I mean, I know them off the top of my head. You, you know, and listen, anything animal that will increase your chances of making the placement, which increases your fee. It increases your right, expected value. And so all clients care about is the dollar amount they're going to spend. If we can double our chances of doing a deal, well, that's double the fee for us on average. That's much better than – I'd rather get an exclusive at 20% than go against everyone on five agencies at 30%. So if you can get an exclusive, will they guarantee, let's say, see your people? Will they work on instant payment or payment terms? Will they introduce you to someone in another department? Will they guarantee you the next job order? Will they give you a head start on other people, different from an exclusive, right? And will they set up a, a firm time? Will they, will they assure you that they'll have a, an hour a week where you'll go through debriefs and, and what have you? Anything, really, like those, that increases your chances of doing a deal. So, yeah, I'll do 25% for you. I really don't. I do 30, and here's why. And, yeah, well, 20, everyone does 25, but we're not going to talk any further. Okay, but here's why people don't, and you go through your thing. And you know you're going to go down, right? And people, it's just why jump to 25 or 20 so fast if you know you're going to do it when you can have a discussion. Well, and here's why. Hold on a second. Show. I've got a reason why. Yeah. I've got a reason. Yeah. When you go in and say, yeah. I want 30% or I want 35% and everybody else is charging 20 they'll just say so long. They don't want to talk with you, okay? You'll scare them away as soon as you, you open think? your they're mouth. Gonna, they're going to ha- well, we're not. No, they won't. If you email them that, they will, right? So you're not going to email it. If you're in the, they're not going to hang up on you. They'll tell you you're crazy. 
they'll say, hey, listen, this conversation is done. It's your chance. To, it's, your, it's a great chance to sell without being a cold call. Like, hi, this is Neil Libritz with XYZ Recruiting Agency. How are, let me tell you why we separate uh, excellence and we have the best service. Like, you get a chance to explain why you're you know, okay, and, so pick and again, it up where you just said. The guy said, this conversation's yeah. over. What do you say? Oh, no, no, don't hang up. Oh, drop my fee. What do you say? Listen, if someone's going to hang up on me in the middle of a conversation for saying that, that's so rare. This is, that, that, that's not going to happen. They're going to tell you you're nuts if they want to, or listen, that's all we're going to do. And I'm like, I totally get it. Let me just explain for a second, you know, why I think there's some other options, right? And, and here's why people, but here's what we can do for you. That's a little, they're not going to hang up on you. If they do, it's like, Dor- I always say this out. It's like the way, you were never really home to begin with, right? Like Dorothy said from her own backyard. You never really, it was never home to begin with, animal. You know what I mean? Uh, Thank you. Uh, I don't know what that means uh, either. I just Jerry, you got any opinion there? Jerry, any opinion? Still with me? Uh, I've never been hung up. I've never been hung up on. Okay, no, but what about going for the max, asking for 35% fee right off the top? Is it 35% that you ask for that you're recommending, you, Neil? You look, it could be for most people, whatever your max fee is, whatever that is. So it could be if your max fee is 25, then it's 30. I mean, when I was president of Agilon, we actually changed our fee agreements to 35%, knowing that it would be a negotiation, knowing it would play into this, and that we would get 30 a lot more, and we would make it 25 a lot easier. And you know what? We said it will almost never happen, but it will, that 35% fee. And it didn't take long for the first person, like, I got a 35% fee. You don't ask, okay. you don't get, right? That, that's okay. kind of negotiations one-on-one also. Yeah. Okay, and you, and you say that when you're negotiating, you always have to have a pretend bad cop. You pretend you're the good guy, and you have to go and ask the bad guy for uh, approval? Okay. Is that what you're suggesting? Uh, oh, wow. That sounds so cheesy. Okay, you don't always have to. Uh, if you can, it's wonderful to not be the bad guy. It's it's an old ploy that hey, it's it's not my ultimate decision. That's all. Like I'd love to, like, but really, like, you know, my manager will kill me, or they. Again, you don't want to be cheesy about it. Like it's not my call. Like we're really not allowed to go below 25 because that's what everyone's paying, and they know the searches won't get worked. If you can put it on someone else, that's what people do to you. It's purchasing. Ah, oh, it's the VP. He's never going to hear about this. Like ah, if you if you go in there, I'm telling you, he's not going to want to talk any further. Right? So, not always. If you can, it's Hold a on a second. Strategy. I just want to point something out. Just this a few months ago, I think it was, you actually said, always have a bad cop. You are never the decision maker, okay? You said those words, okay? I didn't make that up. And so, does that mean if you ask for 25 and the client says, look, I'll give you 20, you can't, you can't make the deal? You have to say, oh, oh I have to talk to somebody else? All right, so I stand corrected, Animale. If you can use it, it's 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 funny you bring that up. That that's like a a sub a good little technique in negotiations to add to it. It's not going to be your bread and butter for it. If you if you're a partnership or you have a boss, you work in an agency, use it, use it. It's not my call. Like I'm like I I really this is what we do all the business at. Like okay, does anybody like, else have any questions about his negotiating advice? Because I'm ready to move on. Okay, uh, Jerry, am I? Is this interesting? What I'm talking about? It, uh, it's different yeah. than usual. Yeah, I like okay. it. Okay, well, that's usual. What do we usually do? Girl, you, I mean, what do we usually do? I'm fine for usual. No, no, no. I got yeah, usual questions. The, but the I, usual sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. yeah okay. But how do you get sponsors, okay. dude? How do I have no sponsors? How do you get sponsors? 
How do you get sponsors? Uh, they ask me. I'm so famous. They want to come on. Yep. Hold on yep. a second. Y- yep. Yeah, I don't have to. Advise. You're a salesman. I can tell just by the way you handled that negotiation information. Mm-hmm. I'm not, yep. okay? So I don't have anything to teach you. But here I'm going to ask you another question. You say lots of people, because of this COVID virus, uh, are thinking yeah. that they've got to widen their niche and take any search at all. Uh, if uh, as long as they got someone who's willing to pay, and you say that is wrong, wrong, yep. wrong. Yep. You gotta have yep. a laser focus. Want to explain that? Yeah. Okay. So let's say COVID. It's a it's a wide laser angle. If you do everything, you are going. It, it seems like it makes sense. And I, I've done this from every office I've ever opened, and people people super focus you lose recyclability of candidates like you want to have a narrow enough niche where when you get an order you're not recreating the wheel all the time that leads to tremendous inefficiency so i mean there's people talking about going from finance to an engineer because i got that need to now let me play some some you know warehouse people like because they might pay you money it's fool's gold bro it's fool's gold you do that you might make that placement at what cost like it's so it's it's so bad. I and I, I people have very different views. I get it. I'm I'm steadfast in my position on that. Doesn't mean I'm right. Uh-huh. It just means uh-huh. I, I've been right in all my offices when I've done it. And it may be Is someone swimming there? Is someone going for a swim? Uh, and we're hearing the waves. Uh, well, I am. I'm swimming on life right now. I'm surfing on the web. Uh, my name is Pastor Don Jr. CEO. I've been on your show several times. I'm moving around right now, but I'm loving what I'm hearing. I was on mute. Uh, I have a question. Okay. What, Go what ahead. type of contingency? What, what type of contingency plan do you have for the uh, the retainership? Because a lot of times when you get the people to uh, you get them locked in, they only get it for ninety days, and then they bail as soon as they get their benefits. How do you how do you deal with the people bailing out with your clients? People get. Better, can you rephrase that? Would people bail from what? A temp job, you mean? After 90 days. Or, no, some, just sometimes, just in any job. Sometimes after the 90, first 90 days, they're like, like when you meet people, most of the time you meet their representative. You don't really see what you got until you know them for like a, six months to a year. But uh, in my line of work, I work in the entertainment industry, and I have a lot of people. I can get 90 days out of them for having them stay for the whole 12 months and do a whole four-year term on a subcontractor situation. After the first 90 days, they get a couple of checks, and then they go somewhere else. My question to you is, what happens on the contingency plan when you being a recruiter? How do you keep your uh, your clients happy when the people bail after 90 days? Well, I think you don't. If you're getting a lot of people bailing, you got to get to the root of it. You know, that's not a regular problem. Uh, you know, people bailing that fast. Right? You got to make sure you're not putting, you know, a square hole into a round peg, or a round peg into a round hole, or a pie hole, or, or you one of those expressions, right? I, that's you, so you got to nip it in the bud, really. You know, make sure that's really what they want. Make sure you're paying them reasonably. You know, if someone just wants perm, or you know, then there might be an opening there. You got to find out the, you know, the real hot buttons for it. They should be leaving it there. I, I'd, I'd like to know what kind of person that we're talking about here. What role? What uh, what career level? What what's the pay rate of this person that's getting a few paychecks and then split? Well, they're, they're not high-end professionals. Well, it, it varies. I, I've been consulting business for over 23 years, and I work with everybody. You know, um, I work okay. with barbershops. I work with car dealers. I work with Fortune 500 companies. Uh, but it, I, I work off my client. But at the end of the day, too, 
in the entertainment industry, there's in corporate America, there's rules, there's policies, there's procedures. In the entertainment industry, it turns over every two months. So what was the hottest website, Facebook, two months later, here comes TikTok. Everybody forgets about Facebook. So all the people that you hired to work for Facebook, now they don't have enough hours. They don't have enough energy. So my, my question to you, mm. uh, again, is one of these kind of things. I work in an industry that's constantly changing. It's not the same thing. If you are an accountant, 10 years from now, you're still going to be an accountant. Well, if you're working at a radio station, you come to the radio station, it's been hip-hop or R&B, and now they're doing country. Well, all the people you hired, they don't have a job anymore. And some people can make that transition, but not everybody can adapt. So that's why I asked that question. On yeah, a, on a that grand sounds scale to of me hiring. like kind of a unique situation. Uh, am I right about that, Neil, uh, that you sound say you've never encountered that before? You just don't have exposure to that field? I, I, well, I, I mean, I have exposure to every field. I, I mean, it's interesting that you're going to place a radio DJ and then someone that's going to shave your mustache off. You know what I mean? Like a, like a barbershop? Or is that just like, like, a, like an odd sort of combo stuff? So I, I'm just going to go back to my laser focus. You know, dude, I, I'd say stick to one or the other. Like, you have a great stuff niche, right? You could do shaving, sideburn, mustache, right? You could do, like, the fade, all that stuff. But, you know, joking aside, um, if that's really happening in the industry and that happens to everyone, then your clients should expect it. I don't see the problem. If it's not and there's well, a problem and you got a safe face, then Well, hold on. I want to make sure that we – hold on. I want to make sure that you actually present that right because basically what you're saying is I should just only hire barbers or I should only hire people on radio – but after living in 40 out of 50 states and people know who you are and you have a name, you all constantly add services to your list. Now, I do agree with having laser focus, but at the same instance, you can't put yourself in a box because this world is ever-changing. Uh, if you think about it, 25 years ago, we didn't think anything about podcasts and the radio technology. Now everybody and mama got a podcast. If you think 100 years ago, nobody thought about the freezer. You know, they, everybody was losing yeah, meat in the microwave. Evolved, so things you know? evolved. Absolutely evolved. You should never, but but you don't want to play. You need to place people where you can reuse them, right? When you get a good can, when you recruit, when you network, when you get someone. I, I don't care whether it's a barber or whatever. You get these barbers. You're talking to people. The people that don't get the job, you got three, four other barbers. Place them. If you start working to a radio DJ after that, all that work was wasted except for the one deal. So evolve definitely. Podcasts come out, start moving to podcasts. Mortgage industry is hot. Migrate towards the mortgage industry for a while. Don't do mortgage industry and barbershops and radio stations. You know, I, I just I'm from experience, I, the biggest success I got in opening branches was allowing them only to do like four positions. Right? We did finance, but four positions is all I let them do. Not data entry. Not all, not a hundred positions because it was a chicken and the egg. Chicken and the egg. I okay, I just got. I got to say one thing. I like that everybody and their mama is doing a podcast. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Final, final, final. Uh, come back on that. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? It sounds it sounds. Neil stated his case. I don't think he really understands your. Sorry. I, don't I do. Think he really understands your real you. I do. Okay. I'm perfect. No, that was great. He made a lot of sense. What's your name again? I didn't catch it. Pastor Don Jr. CEO. Okay, Arthur, I got that. Okay, thanks, Arthur. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Thanks for listening. Okay, I'm going to do an ad, okay, for PCRecruiter.net. It is versatile. That's the thing about it. You know, last week we had uh, uh, 
PJ Ladors on, and one of the things that he he wasn't doing an ad for PC Recruiter, but he said one of the important things about an ATS, about recruiting software, is that it has to be uh, editable. It can't be a big deal to to change it to suit your needs, and that's what PC Recruiter, as far as I know, sells. Uh, they've got a lot of features, but this is the thing that Marty Snyder told me about. They are configurable, and if you don't know how to do it yourself, then you can go and ask them, and they're happy to help you. doesn't matter if you're a kitchen table recruiter in your mom's basement or you're with a big, big company and a big, big team. Big or small, they help them all. Okay, PCRecruiter.net. Okay, uh, let me see. Okay, you know what, uh, Neil? Still with me? Yeah. You still on the yeah, show? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, we see uh, 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 we see people complaining all the time. Oh, the recruiter called me at work. The recruiter emailed me at work. Or the recruiter called me on my personal number that's not listed anywhere. <laughs> what happens if you call somebody up or you contact them and they send you back this stupid, I'm going to say stupid, uh, angry reply. What would you do? Just forget about that person, or would you uh, have a rejoinder? <laughs> Look, it's funny because I, I get that every once in a while. I totally get it, and it depends, right? So I'm going to ignore it most of the time and just move on. Never worth responding or any anger, any sarcasm. But if it is a big prospect that I was going after, right, just I, someone I've actually targeted, and they do it, I, then I completely take that as an opportunity to respond back and nicely make them feel horrible because it, it's a conversation starter. So they went out of their way to write about how much you just annoyed them. I write something like, oh, my goodness, I'm really sorry. You know what? It was just a horrible day yesterday. A relative got sick. I never should have sent that. Please forgive. And, and they're going to write back every time. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm really sorry. I was having a bad day. And, and then you get it. That's hilarious. Most of the time I ignore it, but they will because they know they were being nasty. Like, you have to go out of your way to someone to make them feel bad and send them this nasty email. But the fact that they did means there's a passion there. And, you know, uh, you know they can be your, your biggest enemy or your biggest fan when they're like that, right? They're one or the other. They're the same people that are going nuts referring you to people. So, it's, you know, I ignore them because it's just, yeah. You know, I just ignore most of the time. But Go when ahead. I don't, it's uh, on purpose. No. So I uh, just want to clarify, before, before we bring Arthur or whoever that is on, uh, so you're saying they're angry and then make yourself seem pathetic so they seem to feel guilty and, and they take pity on yes. you. They, they soften That's, up. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, no, listen, it's, yeah, pathetic. Right, listen, make it sound like totally my bad. Wow, thank you so much for at least responding back. I really – wasn't thinking about that. I normally don't do that. Or I hit, you know, and they, they, they're, they're expecting you to either ignore it or to respond back with some level of sarcasm, which is the response you would have sent and your first reaction, right? My first reaction is, like, what the, like, you have a bad day or something, you know, or like, wow, you must be, like, have no life, right? Right. That's your normal reaction, but, you know, I don't, you don't get anywhere with those. And people do it, you know, they respond back, doesn't get you anywhere. Okay. Who, who wanted to say something? Was that Arthur again? Somebody wanted to now it's past it's past the dawn. And I, I want to say this: one thing that I love about this brother, he's 100% transparent. And with people, longer as they're talking about you, 
that puts out un- energy in the universe. And when you omit that energy and that vibration start happening, they tell somebody else, man, this guy, he, he sent me an email back. I cussed him out. Then he called me. I can't believe him. Now that homeboy or his friend is going to tell somebody else, and it starts to power word him out. But I'm going to move out the way. I really like what you're saying, though. Everything you're saying makes no, a lot I'm of sense. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. I you might, know what? It might take less than 11 years to get on again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm begging for people to come on. You, you just didn't want to. You finally volunteered. You're now, begging. Here's... Dude, I talked to you like six months ago, and I'm like, where can I come on? Oh, uh, next opening is uh, November. Uh, that's not going to Okay, put that, that to the side. Uh, unfortunately, Jerry left because I wanted to ask you something about persuasion because you've got a lot to say about persuasion as well. But you yeah. sound to me – like the guy who believes, a classic salesperson who believes that the sale begins when the customer says no. Whenever I bring that up, yeah. Jerry tells oh, me. No, come on. I hate that. That's you. You just did it. You're after this no, person but, and no, they say, listen, oh, no, you're terrible. No, no, and you I say, oh, please. In general, it begins. And listen, no is expected, right? If that's what you mean. Like we, you should expect to hear no when you're selling, right? That should be part of the process. It shouldn't be a, oh, I was rejected. It should, it's no rejection. It's part of it. And, and objection handling in any sales training, Sandler, anywhere you go in the world on anything, objection handling's in there. So it's going to happen. So, no, it doesn't begin. It's part of it, right? Okay. It's part, and when you they, know, they I don't do think you know. Yeah, yeah go ahead. No, but I don't think Michael G. Cox are, uh, is here to uh, give me some agreement. He probably wouldn't. But Jerry always says, uh, I've made millions uh, taking no for an answer, okay? He, uh, or he doesn't say millions, but that's what he means, okay? Uh, he, he's done very well for himself. Uh, if someone doesn't want to, you know, take the job or even talk to him, he's not going to fight with them or, or pursue them. You don't sound like you have that philosophy. You sound like... You're the guy who turns people around. Am I right or wrong about that? It depends on what the no is, right? So if the no is a real no, like you have to strip back the no, right? Or strip back the objection because it's often BS and it's just to blow you off. And then in which case, a totally turn around. If it's real, totally move on. Just ask a couple of questions, right? Well, how do you know? So like, like, well, yeah, how do you know if it's BS? Well, you can hypothetical it and move it out, right? So, like, uh, if I say, listen, I, 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 you got a lead animal. I mean, you got a position. I'm a recruiter. I want to work with you. You're like, oh no, we're, you know, we're, uh, you know, not opening up to agencies right now. We're, we're good. Now, you're just saying that likely to blow me off. So, a hypothetical, which is your basic strategy, would be, listen, let me ask you something. Hypothetically speaking, if you weren't finding anyone or you were able to use an agency, look, how open would you be to to working with me or or setting up a meeting? And that's what you sort of get into, well, you know, actually we work with a couple of agencies that we're happy, we're good with, right? So you can just always hypothetical it and to see if that's the real objection because a lot of the times it's a mask. We have no openings? Come on. That, so, and again, you bring that into your, your spiel. I don't care if you have any openings or not. Like, I just want to talk to you about your business. We have no openings. Okay. That wasn't really why I was calling. But, right, so, so hypothetical it's the best advice I can give. So if we remove it, so hypothetically, if we remove this objection, how do you feel about it now? Well, I don't want to go Chinese food tonight. Well, okay. Well, uh, hypothetically, if it wasn't Chinese, right, you've got to ask it a date. Like, yeah, they don't want to go out with you. No dinner. It's not Chinese. I had Chinese yesterday. Okay, Mexican? You know, hypothetically. Yeah, you know what? I think it's easier to do it when you're asking somebody to go out for dinner with you than uh, the example you gave I didn't understand. But I have to do an ad, so you're off the hook. Hey, everybody. 
HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. Every great recruiter that I know raves about it. Okay, they rave about it on every every uh, week or every day almost on Facebook. I don't know about Neil's group, but uh, uh, on my group, they're saying, uh, "What do you use for finding email addresses? What do you use for finding uh, phone numbers and contact information and doing sourcing?" Okay, and there's a variety of tools. I think they're probably all good, but Hire Tool, all the great recruiters rave about it okay there's uh preferences for other things uh well, i forget what neil uses something else that he looks yeah, no, but something no like i'll that. tell you this can i add on as a commercial for your people like people no. i mean that's that's the the shizzle hire tool i tell people i don't i've never done a demo people absolutely love it i i and anyone that's going to go into their competition the l word and go for the big plans or you got to check out hire tool i've sent so many people for a demo over there because they, mm. they really have – they created a better mousetrap, in my opinion. And they've gone after a space that no, that no one thought anyone would touch LinkedIn, right? And these guys are just nice and quietly – or not even so quietly anymore uh, – taking over tons of clients. So kudos, man. I love that. Someone comes out of nowhere and does that? Wonderful. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, when you're uh, interviewing somebody – would you advise people to use the question, where do you see yourself in five years? Is there any value in that? <laughs> I hate those questions. I, no, that's such a stupid question because it, I it, I would joke around. I like to break the tension. I, I'll ask people, you know, if they could be any flavor ice cream cone, what would they be? How much creativity, <laughs> right? I, okay. And I do like that one. I, I used to ask that to break the tension. You know, you get some funny answers. I enjoy it just for myself. But I'm curious, like, what are they, like, but, uh, and again, I was interviewing salespeople, so you want some creativity. But where do you see yourself in five years? I don't, no one really has the right answer, and I don't know. It's it's like it's not not my, I'm not a fan of it. I will say I prep people right in the day. I train people to prep people like that. You're going to get that question. You're going to get what are your greatest strengths? What are your greatest weaknesses? You know, and they're all the same damn question and, and know that answer. But I don't like asking it. What about exploding offers? I didn't hear that term before just a few weeks ago, but it means that, look, you've got 24 hours to accept, otherwise the offer's pulled. And I read about it today. I think I published it today on my, on my group uh, or yesterday. A woman said uh, that uh, the recruiter came back. He says, I've got an offer for you, but you have to accept it now or we're not taking it. She says, I have to have one night to think it over. And so they pulled the offer. So what about... They Come call on. exploding offers. It's timed, okay? What a, a hard, there's a hard stop. What do you say? Okay, in, in, in a very worse circumstance, if you're having a super difficult person and you're going back and forth and you're not getting anywhere and they're not making a decision, then you use that. That's it. You're going to use that on a regular person? How's that not going to alienate them? That's not right. Like, I, I, you know, if you want to create pressure, create pressure without having to pull it away you could let them know that listen it's you're going to take two minutes anyway right i used to use the the 60 minute close like when 60 minute comes on on sunday and you start seeing that little stopwatch click that's when you're going to make up your decision anyway so why don't you take the hour now or take the night tonight before we get the right to so do it now because it's going to send a much better vibe right so i, I play that angle with them it's like like if you're going to do it you're going to do it if you're not you're not why not why ruin your weekend anyway, right? Which is like, why do you want to have that on your shoulders when it's just you're going to make the decision in 10 minutes? Or talk it over. If you need it, talk it over. Right? To pull it is BS. I, I, I don't like it. 
I don't like. I don't. I don't think that's how we should operate as recruiters, honestly. Okay. You know, I got a question. Uh, you have an outgoing personality. Okay. You are an extrovert. I don't know what you're like. You know, at home. Okay. I mean, oh, I've met some of the. Okay. Well, I've, I've met people who come here and they say, "What'd you do with your personality?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the thing is, it's different from being on a show than when you're regular. But my impression is that you are good at this business because of who you are, okay? That's just you. You don't mind asking questions. You don't mind saying, I'm going to go for the max so I can negotiate, uh, you know, some better deal. You're a bold kind of, socially bold person. That's my guess. Am I right about that? And do you think that's essential to be a good recruiter? So I, I'm I'm that way socially, but no, I was very... Timid, uh, scared of. I was typical, I think. Scared of cold calls, very anxious. My heart would palpitate. Like if I had to do it in front of people, uh, uh, I just I avoided them. So I, I didn't naturally overcome it. You know, it took a lot of training and a lot of uh, just looking at people. I mean, it took going to uh, you know reading lots of books and say just look at everyone else that is successful. Like what are they doing? They don't hold a magic, you know, uh, secret. Like, so, yeah, I could talk. I could wing it. I, I like, used to be like an actor or whatever. My scripts would sound a little better. But I still was chicken like everyone else to pick up that phone or to follow the lead or to tell someone no. And, you know, it took me listening to people and saying, like, what am I – like, I, I don't, don't have to fear rejection. Like, what's going to happen on this call? Like, who cares? Who cares? Right? And if someone says no, after, after you start doing it for a while and people listen to you, and sometimes you just get sick of it and you're like, dude, that's not the right answer. Like, this is what you should be doing. And they actually agree with you and tell you that they want to give you more business. So, uh, no, I evolved, totally evolved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think, I think, I think it goes to my disadvantage, honestly. You know, I have to, you know, animal, when I'm on a, like a sales call with a client, this is, this is how I talk because it, I can't be me. It's too much. You know, it's too much for a lot okay, of people. Okay, no, I, 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 I disagree think, with you. I think that that outgoing yeah. uh, pattern, I think, is very good. Okay, and, and uh, that bold attitude, I, I like it. I like it better than what you just did a second of a second ago. Yeah, but I, I have to do, do an ad talk. I want to talk. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I have ads. to do an ad. I got a question though that just came to mind. Uh, I don't mm. want to cause any rifts in a, a marriage or anything like that. So you can refuse to answer this question. Okay. But mm. you and DSP. David Stephen yeah. Patterson, the, the guy with three. Steph- well, you, know, you don't use your middle name. Okay, that's one. I was wondering, so you both, you know, you have the show together. You seem to respect each other, uh, but you are different. And so I was just talking about your personality and your approach. I was wondering in what way you think you're different from him, because he's also a very successful recruiter and a trainer. If you want to answer that, you could answer uh, when I come back from this ad. Right sure. now, however. Yeah. Well, do you want to say something that you don't no, want to answer that question? No, do, no I'll okay, okay. answer it. No, let me do my, let me do my shtick, okay? Hone it! H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Hone it, hone it, hone it. If you want to sell that sizzle from the candidate straight to the hiring manager, you both call in to honeit.com. It records the audio. It records video if you want. It doesn't have to. And, but it, certainly it records the conversation and tr- turns it into a, a searchable transcript. If you've got a key question or a number of them, you press a button before you come to the question. 
You press a button after the conversation about that issue, and it creates a little clip. So you could send it to the hiring manager. She doesn't have to listen to the whole thing, but she can hear those questions. And even if you don't understand all the implications of the, the technical thing being discussed, she's going to. So that's a good way, you know, to help the techies uh, when you don't understand everything. Anyway, I won't ramble on about that, okay? I want to find out uh, the good still. I've only got 15 minutes left, 10 minutes with uh, Neil here. But don't forget, yeah. hone it. H O N E I T dot com. Nick Livingston is the CEO. He's all over Facebook. If you want to talk to him personally, you can. Nice guy. Okay. Back to our guest, Neil Lebovitz. What's your company again? I'm giving Back you a chance. Go ahead. Staffing Solutions dot com. Back, Back Office Staffing Solutions dot com. Okay. And he's got his own yes, Facebook sir. group called Independent Recruiters. Yep, what is and it? staffing agencies, independent recruiters okay. and headhunters and staffing agencies. But yeah, and he's always bragging. He's always the fastest growing. He just moved it there, right, from from LinkedIn to Facebook. So, uh, of course, oh, he's growing oh, fast yeah. from zero. Uh, let me tell you something. You can't just move it from LinkedIn. LinkedIn blows. I use that. I had a very big strategy. I spent months just working on creating that group. And to go from nothing to, like, 4,000 people with great en- engagement in, like, six months, is, I'm thrilled with it because it was a lot of work. People think you just at, make a group, and you know how hard it is. You know how much time you put in. Yeah, I know, work. but everybody, you're right. You're 100% right. They, they start a group, and they say, how come my people aren't going to come here? I'm going to advertise it in your group to siphon off your members, okay? That's what they think, they think they're going to do, but they're not. Okay. Right, they do so, that. They come in, and they start, yes, yeah, totally. Let me go. Let me. That's the shop talk that we're not interested in right now. Right now, I want to know: uh, are, you're both successful. Are you different, or are you the same in in, in some ways? You and, and DSP. Me and David, we're we're totally different. We have the sense of humor in common, which is where we first bonded. He's hysterical, super witty, and we just we connected on that level. And I have lots of friends like him, we're, but we're very different, right? I'm the the New York Jew, you know, and uh, uh, he's the buff. You know, uh, stylish, like weightlifter, you know, womanizer. Uh, and so we're just, we're from really different. He's politically, uh, I'm from the liberal part of the world. He's totally conservative. He yeah, you know, you're and- talking about all this irrelevant stuff. That's got nothing to do with uh, your recruiting uh, style. That's what I'm what interested kind of in. I don't want to know what your religion is or, oh, or yes, you know, you what did. your haircut looks like. Come on. Really, that's the fun stuff. Come on, you were on the show. All right, so, I mean, our recruiting style, I mean, how we train. He's much more. He's a digital. He's a digital headhunter. He trains on amazing. The only guy I know that trains on all this state of the art marketing and his website and everything is gorgeous. I have a marketing friend that. Okay, that, yeah, that okay. It wasn't the answer I wanted. Uh, here, let me ask you some I'll other questions. Tell me what you want. Feed it to me. Feed it to me. No, no. We'll put, move on to something want. else. We got almost no time. We got ten minutes to uh, to handle this. So it's one of my standard questions, and and. You know, I didn't know people like it that much. I like it. But Ernie came on last week. Hi, Kelly. Kelly Blockdike at Talent Talks. You want to follow somebody who's a nice girl? Uh, I'm not being sexist when I call her a girl. That's with affection. Talent At Talent Talks on Twitter. Kelly, I met her, and her husband paid for my dinner. Okay, she both paid for my dinner, but he reached me. Wow. There you go. Okay, okay. And, and uh, Daryl's as well. It was, it was two of us. They <laughs> 
I won't go into that. Okay. Uh, so, how do you? What's your what's your way of uh, first method of first contact that you recommend to, for uh, getting in touch with people? A, do you use the phone? Do you use voicemail? Do you use email? If you use email, what's in the subject line? What's in the body? Do you uh, spend a half an hour uh, researching the person online to see if they like the same food as you or same movies and? And how many times uh, will you pursue someone who doesn't respond? What's the you know the length of yeah. time overall, like a uh, hundred weeks, or what's the frequency between messages? Yeah. All all those things. I can walk you through it again, but that's the overview. No, I I got it, I got it. So I so besides the automation, which which will bring lots of people to me, and that's a numbers game, and my calendar books up. I go after very specific people that that is right. So I, I look, it's nice and simple. I would have. I wish I did this years ago. I, I go into LinkedIn. I go into Facebook. I try to find them on both. I friend them on Facebook, which you're going to say, my God, who's going to connect with you? You'd be amazed at how many people will accept my Facebook friend request, not even knowing me, because they just see you have maybe have groups in common or whatever it is. They accept it. If they don't, so what? If they do, I have like I have a friend that I could just I could, I'll make a comment about a picture I'll like something I'll wave to them I'll go on LinkedIn which is the main way I do it right with that and I will write something personal I will look at their background I mean if it is the food thing sure I'll joke about it I may, I might make fun of the profile like I know you're gonna hate me but who puts sushi on their LinkedIn profile LOL you know I I really was into your background looks amazing I it happened to hold on a second wait a second so this is developing a, a database of relevant people it's not recruiting somebody for a specific job no, is that what you're talking about well this would be in my case right because I, I don't recruit anymore but it, it's the same thing it would be it would first connect it's the same strategy when I would train on LinkedIn connect first sell later so I get the connection by, by writing in an invitation, not, oh, uh, hi, uh, I, I'd love to expand my network. Like, who gives a crap what you would like? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I will just write something. Hey, I see you have this show. Hey, what about this? Hey, you went to that school. I'll, even if I have to make something up, oh, my God, I was just Googling this, and your name popped up, and then I saw your profile. You know, so whatever it is, the guy was named after like a, 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 a type of a ship or whatever it was. And I'm like, all right, I just Googled this and you popped up and, and they respond because it's just it's you're just being normal. And I'll we'll joke about something. I'll get a little rapport going. And I'm like, you know, and that's it. If it's if I, I might come back later, if I'm targeted recruiting them, I could certainly let them know, hey, look, it popped up. I'm actually a recruiter. Like at least I, I soften it up with a connection. And it's the same thing on my cold calls. When I do make the cold call and they pick up, and I like to warm it up when I can first, but it's, you know, straight out, hey, it's a cold call, you know, uh, and you have no idea who I'm But Listen, or uh, the way they pick up the phone, I normally – You know what? Uh, you're talking, say, I'm having a hard look. time figuring out what you're saying. It's a good thing Jerry's not on the line. He'd be screaming, okay, telling me I'm stupid. I want to know. So let me let me let me guide you, okay, Neil. Let me guide you, okay. I've been doing the show for a few years, okay, and I like. I I want you to come back, okay. You don't have to wait eleven years, but I know you came a second time, okay. It's been only probably ten years. I did that date also. I came in November after it was June and November. Okay. 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 The thing is you were a trainer and I didn't like to bring trainers on because you were charging for the information and I I couldn't give it away for free. Okay. It it made me feel constrained. Okay. But now, now you come on and there's a ton, tons of information I didn't get. Okay. But first of all, yes or no, you use the phone first before you send email or you use email before the phone. Email before the phone. Why? 
because it could warm it up. It just warms it up, and 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 I could then have a reason to call them or hey, can we pick up? Can I can I give you a quick call? Right. Okay. So, so what, what goes? And this is when you're actually trying to recruit somebody. Uh, you can't say, hey, you know, I was looking up the name of a ship, and your name came up at the Why same not? time. And I happen to be recruiting for what, but you could do it. You could look in the background and just say, look, connect, like whatever, like, Hey, you're in aerospace. Awesome. By the way, I noticed you did that. My cousin did that. My brother did that. I, my friend worked there, my uncle, whatever it is. And then let's connect and then connect, you know, the, see your recruiter, whatever it is. And then, and yeah, then uh, okay. I will just 99.9% of the time, your uncle didn't work at the same place as this guy. Okay. Oh, so first of all, get me in the ruse thing. All right. No, so, no. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're using, your approach is what I would call the suck up approach. Okay, so you, you find something to suck yeah, up sure. to the person about. Okay, and, well, and, but, but the thing. But, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, but I generally enjoy the engage. I generally enjoy the banter, and I and I enjoy the small talk with these people that are that just. It like that as opposed to all the you know the nonsense that's going back and forth on all these hard sales calls. So, but I enjoy it, so I'm not being phony, right? When I connect, well, with I, them I think there, you're I'm not, you're you're not being phony. I think you're being trans. You might enjoy it, but you're being transparently phony. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get yeah, these. You know. I get these stupid connection requests on LinkedIn, and and the people, you know, they they, they don't want to say yeah, use the the, the 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 automated one, so they come up with some you know some ridiculous oh, I, thing. If someone asked for that, was this automated? Yes. Or how would you? I'm sorry. Yep, it was automated. Forgive me. You know, same How'd you get my phone number? Seamless. Yes. Okay. You no, know, I scoured it. Last yeah. question. Hold on. What should, what should we talk about for the last four minutes? Do you want to talk about your business again, or anything you want? You know, I you know I, I don't need to put back off at staffingsolutions.com where you're the boss, the boss. No, I I, I never say that. I never use that. Do check out the website, and I would love to help. I, I do have a great audio for people that want to learn how to place temps. It's not a commercial. It's it's totally really good stuff. I did for a consulting call. People should listen to it. To Jerry's point. It's and it's back office now or back office staffing solutions.com. Either well, one. actually, you've got a lot of stuff on. You've got a lot of stuff on YouTube still under your own name, Neil Lebovitz. Uh, what about this yeah. ebook that you used to give away from at the dynamic sale? Uh, is that oh, still oh, available? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let, uh, let me give uh, out the uh, URL. It's yeah. called thedynamicsale.com. No, no, no. It's for, a back office staffing solutions.com forward slash ebook. Dynamic oh, sale oh, is a dead website. The back office staffing solutions.com forward slash okay. ebook or forward slash audio, which is that great training that I have that everyone should listen to. Uh, you know, whoever you use, just sell temp, make a lot of money. Okay, yeah. backofficestaffingsolutions.com forward slash audio or forward slash e- ebook. Ebook, yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. Okay, okay. I want to thank and, and, Jerry. Yeah. I want to thank Arthur. Man, I gave me a line. Everybody and their mamas uh, having a podcast, and that's true. You and I both have one, okay? Yeah. And I'd like you to come back again in the near future. Neil Lebowitz, thank okay. you. Oh,